0: This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network.
1: And welcome everybody to episode 63 of the Animaniacast.
2: Aw man, I'm a dead bird.
0: This limo's gotta stop sometime, right? When it does, bada bing, we get the egg.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's it. We get the egg. You're a genius, Bobby.
0: Bobby's right. Don't worry, Pesto. We'll get the egg.
3: Hey, what'd I do? Nothing. Just felt like whacking somebody.
1: And welcome once again to the Animated Cast. We are the only podcast out there that is dedicated to the animated series Animaniacs. Here we explore the series episode by episode, revisiting all the cultural references and gags, and in the end, we give each episode a water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again in Los Angeles, it's Nathan. Okay, beauty head. <laughs> and Across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. <laughs> I love that beardy head joke. Anyway, today <laughs> we're going to be talking about episode 63 of Animaniacs, which features these segments with three: you get Egg Roll, Mermaid Mindy, and a Katie Kaboom segment called "Call Waiting." Uh, and what do you guys? What do you guys think in a few words? What would you say about this episode, uh, Nathan?
2: It's a nice filler episode, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly, what about you? Uh,
3: (laughs) I I, I agree with Nathan.
1: Okay. Just defer comments to Nathan. Very good. (laughs) You get
2: that quota. You got got a certain number of episodes you got to make by the end of the season. And, you know.
1: Yeah, This one's not the standout <laughs> one, I suppose, right? <laughs> no. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Nathan, tell us, when did this episode first premiere?
2: Oh, that is a great question, Joey. So this episode first premiered on Monday, May 9th, 1994, which uh, in the now Animaniacs is now basically a weekly episode. It's airing on Monday, so the rest of season one. Um, so I'll just tell you what happened in this week. Uh, Barbara Streisand begins her first concert tour in 30 years. Nelson Mandela officially sworn in as the South America's first black president and the movie, the crow is released.
1: Oh, the crow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that got, <laughs> that, that had a big cult following boy. Oh boy. I had, right? I had kids at my high school dressed <laughs> up as the crow. Did you have crow kids at your school? I mean, they're called goths now, but that was like a new occurrence back in the early nineties but yeah i
3: I knew lots of people that were just really obsessed with that movie
1: yeah i i've never seen it to this day i just doesn't i've seen it it. once yeah there some kids that swore by that movie well you know nathan i think we should i think we should mention that um you said that the animaniacs uh is only on mondays now technically i think it was like every day well at least weekdays. but the new new episodes episodes, right yeah. yeah it was still every day after school but you have to make sure you, you you're there on monday afternoon especially to get the new episodes uh-huh. right uh so okay well let's go ahead and get into our discussion of today's episode and we're going to start off with with three you get egg
0: roll this is maurice lamarche the voice of Squit the pigeon from the good feathers and animaniacs and you're listening to the animaniacast don't hit me pesto
1: And With Three You Get Egg Roll was written by Deanna Oliver and directed by Greg Greena and Dave Marshall. And uh, Nathan, tell us what happens here with with Three You Get Egg Roll.
2: So we have a Good Feathers cartoon, and we have Pesto, who has to watch after a little egg um, for his sister. Um, So he's looking at his nephew or niece, and... Ends up getting kind of uh, made fun of by the other good feathers. So he pretends like he's not supposed to be egg watching, um, egg sitting, I guess, like babysitting. (laughs) Anyway, the the egg ends up coming out of the nest and they chase it all over the city. Uh, They end up finding it um, because some little boy takes it and puts it into his pile of eggs. They have no idea which egg is which. So they ended up taking all the eggs back to her as the godfather. Suggested they do, and then when the the, god uh,
1: pigeon, the god pigeon,
2: yes, sorry, sorry, the god (laughs) pigeon says, "Just take all the eggs because women love eggs." Uh, Yeah.
3: Are you sure he said that? Because it sounded like. Oh yeah.
1: Um, it didn't sound uh, like good know. advice it didn't sound this is like the first time by the way that the i think the god pigeon had a horrible idea it's like usually the god <laughs> pigeon has like oh and that's what you good should idea.
3: do horrible idea
1: yeah exactly good idea not even yeah not even bad idea just horrible idea um, right anyway Nathan. so uh, what happened might have
2: been bobby might have just misheard or something yeah so I don't know. uh well
1: apparently it was <laughs> they, very stinky around there too so that might have had an a, a you know, an effect yeah.
0: on um... Yeah, women. Forget about it. Eggs, this, <laughs> babies, that. <directement pseud cartoons> Anybody notice the god pigeon had gas? <laughs> hmm.
2: uh, so the girl feathers come back and they are not pleased. So they start beating up all the, god, uh, the good feathers and then they cut to them in a trash can. And Pesto's um, never going to egg sit again. There so, you go there you go
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, let's see when it comes to to references to other stuff, I mean, it was kind of weird watching this episode because um that boy looked really familiar. I was like, who is that kid? That character model was like it just looked familiar and sure enough, it turns out that it's the same character model, I believe as Katie kaboom's uh, brother. <laughs> who shows up mm. later in this episode. Of course, so maybe like Katie Kaboom's uh, brothers got uh, separated. I think there was like a... She had twin brothers and they were separated at birth at the nursery or something. And one went to New York and the other one went to Katie's house in the suburbs. Like totally two different moms at this house. But anyway, uh, the this whole... <laughs> that's my theory. I'm going to put All that right. up. Yeah. I got to get these fan theories going. Anyway... <laughs> The main trivia point for this episode is that the title is called "With Three You Get Egg Roll," and uh, there was a movie in 1968 called "With Six You Get Egg Roll." So there you go. It doesn't have anything to do with eggs, I don't think, or anything like that. It's but that's pretty much uh, it, I guess. Uh, eh, that's that's. Oh wait, there was you know there was like one little neat little background thing I saw that looked kind of cool. The the old woman that they fall into on the in the limo and they're kind of like on her fur coat for a moment is going into a place called the shady alibi room which i thought was curious that this old woman has some sort of shady alibi to, to deal with but <laughs> other than that that was pretty much all the little things i saw so tell me guys what do you guys think uh, what are some moments in this cartoon that you thought were uh were, were humorous uh nathan let's start with you
2: um, I liked uh, the macho man uh, little <laughs> reference there. It was kind of yeah,
1: funny. Yeah, I forgot about Good that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no embryo, yo. No matter what you do, pesto, egg sitting included, you're still the most macho bird I know. What do you mean by that? I said you're macho. That's all. Are you saying that I am one of the village people here to disco for you? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. You're saying that I am macho. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it. I'll give you macho. Ow, come Here, on. Here, here's your macho, my you big people! Oh, oh, I'll ah. whack you to
1: Tacoma. I did like that Macho Man reference right there with the village people. That was one of my yeah. favorite songs as a kid. It's still a good song. It's fun. It's uh, That song will get you moving.
2: I thought <laughs> it was going to go about like, oh, you think I'm uh, chips with cheese on it or something like that? But
1: Oh, yeah, nacho. <laughs> 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 Um. Yeah, pesto didn't really get mad at the other, uh, uh, you know, his fellow good pigeons in this one, or good feathers, I should say, in this one. It was just, uh, it was just pesto got really beat up, if anything, in this one more than anybody. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kelly, what about you?
3: I liked when pesto hit squid, and he said, "Why did you do that?" And he said, "No, no, no reason. Um, I just felt like whacking somebody." <laughs>
1: He's just having a bad day on this one right here, and I, yeah, <laughs> he's a terrible uncle. By the way, Pesto is just a horrible uncle.
2: I, I think he found he apparently found the right egg at the end, but you never I mean, know. He, he, he's he's pretty sure. He's like, aha! But you you know that's
1: one thing. I thought I was waiting to see what happened at the end of this cartoon. Like all the eggs start hatching, yeah. and you have the. You it have... seemed
2: like. They didn't know how to end the episode. So yeah,
1: it's it's problem. like well, there's a cute duck. The duck was very cute. That I really cute liked.
0: is yeah, like cute and duck. Cute
1: and it gave like little pesto a kiss and it was so cute. Or maybe it was Bobby. Bobby a, Bobby a kiss. Yeah, that was what happened. Um, and then and then but then all the snakes and the lizards start hatching at the end. because all these different.
3: Uh, snakes. Why it have to be snakes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. That kid is a hoarder when it comes to eggs. Hey, Mom!
3: No, out! Not in the house, Zachy. What is it with you and eggs?
1: Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next cartoon, and it is called Mermaid Mindy. <music> Mermaid Mindy was written by Nicholas Hollander, and it was directed by Alfred Jimeno. And Kelly, tell us what happens here in Mermaid Mindy. Well,
3: this. Buttons and Mindy uh, was very different than the usual because Mindy and Buttons are mermaids or mer dogs and mer kids, and uh, so they uh, they have tails and they live under the ocean and and I kept expecting a little mermaid to pop up because in the last episode it was a total Beauty and the Beast homage and they really dropped the ball and I didn't see any little mermaid references so i was very disappointed and um but it, buttons is watching over mindy and she's got her little you know tether and it's made of seaweed looks like and of course she gets loose and buttons goes chasing after her and he encounters a shipwreck and shark and an eel and all the dangers of the ocean And then he finally gets Mindy back to, or well, I guess she makes her way back to uh, where her mom is and Buttons is continued to be attacked by the shark, but he manages to get away from him and he gets in trouble for ruining the garden.
1: And that's, it's the typical kind of ending, except you're just underwater. So (laughs) Mindy and Buttons. Well, eh, there we go. So, Under the Sea, Mindy and Buttons. Um, <laughs> the, you know, yeah, you're right, Kelly. There wasn't really any uh, references here to any uh, Little Mermaid stuff other than, well, you know what? I guess there kind of was, you know, the eel in this, the yeah. electric eel kind of really if did it, look like... If
3: I stretch it, I was like, well, maybe.
1: Yeah, but it, it was really kind of not much right there. Uh, And uh, the... The house under the water kind of looked like the Flintstones house to me for some reason. Um, I don't know, but it was, it was an interesting design choice with this one. I did not really like, uh, buttons design that kind of creeped me out as a seahorse buttons. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like maybe, I don't know. I guess you can't make him a mermaid, uh, dog, but I don't know. It just, it just kind of creeped me out. His, his lizardy tail. I didn't, I didn't like it. Um but that's the when it comes to references to other stuff, I mean there's not much stuff there, I don't think. But uh what are some moments that you guys like?
2: Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> um my favorite line I think is Mr. Funny Nose when uh when he's talking to the dolphin. Want me to help you out of the net, Mr. Funny Nose? Okay. <laughs>
1: What about the time? What what about the thing where, uh, they, of course, she gets picked up by Neptune at mm-hmm. one point, and she calls him Mister. What did he call Mister. Beardy Face? Just, just Beardy Head. Beardy Head.
0: <laughs> Mindy, you did right by saving the porpoise from the nets. That was good.
2: Beardy Head.
0: No, Mindy. I am Neptune, ocean ruler and protector of all the sea.
1: Beardy
2: Head. I like the way she does like the like implosion or whatever, like the beardy head and funny nose, you know,
1: that was probably the highlight for me was just the Neptune part, which that might be referencing uh, Clash of the Titans. I think Neptune um, appears in that perhaps. But uh, other than that, I I really don't know what that might be from. Uh, Kelly, what about you? Any any moments in this that you that kind of stood out? I know it was kind of a disappointment they didn't do. Little, little Mermaid references in there, but anything you thought was kind of cute? I
3: know. Um, well, I I did notice, or at least I thought I noticed, that Mindy almost talked in full sentences uh, once or twice. She, she seemed to have more words in her vocabulary mm-hmm. in this episode.
1: Hmm.
2: So yeah, she, like when she was asking if the dolphin wanted to be saved and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seemed... And Neptune... Sounded a lot like Santa Claus and the Rudolph Christmas special.
0: <laughs> well, hi there. Aren't you the sturdy little fellow? Ho ho ho
3: ho ho Santa. ho Santa
1: And smart too. It it uh it did seem to touch on you know, environmental messages, like it got there and then quickly went away from it before they could really make the point. You know what I mean? Like she gets stuck in a, a dolphin net, you know, like dolphins getting stuck in tuna nets was a was a something that we were trying to be uh, cognizant of in the nineties. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, water pollution. You know, she goes to this whole area and she's goes, ooh, stinky, and and everything like that. But it didn't really affect the plot in any way. You know, it yeah. was kind of like like even like with buttons, like trying to free Mindy from the net. She got out of it herself. You know, you don't need, <laughs> I guess. Really, when it comes down to it, is that there's a lot of dangerous things in the ocean. You have these ocean you have these octopus, you know octopi that will you know possibly squeeze the the baby and everything. but Mindy's pretty good at taking care of herself. She even took like a a shark chainsaw fish <laughs> and like sawed her her harness off. So I don't know, she's pretty capable I think you know neck you know buttons really just needed to chill out and just let her come back eventually. She always does. Anyway, uh, well, any other things in this one you guys thought were cool or should we just close it out with Katie Kaboom?
2: Um, I did like the, uh, the ladies, Mindy's mom response to, uh, her, uh, Mindy calling her lady, uh, <laughs> saying like, maybe it's a passive aggressive thing. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that is, you know, that is often very much the highlight. It's not necessarily Mindy and Buttons, but just the, the. The adults talking about this you know this dog and and more more likely mindy is uh is funny
2: well oh and and buttons taking the shark back to the house, I thought that was a bad idea
1: <laughs> the shark like,
2: it let led the shark all the way back to Mindy like. <laughs>
1: But again, another another reference. They could have put the Jaws theme in or something similar to it. Yeah. They they didn't. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, whatever. It was there. (laughs) So (laughs) let's go ahead and close things up with Katie Kaboom. And Katie Kaboom in this last one right here is called Call Waiting. And Katie Kaboom, Call Waiting, was written once again by Nicholas Hollander, and it was directed by Greg Rena and Dave Marshall. So in this cartoon, Katie is using the phone, and, you know, Katie's family only has one landline. They have call waiting, so you can always hear when people are calling, but you, it's back in the day before caller ID or anything, so you didn't know who was calling. You just had to click the phone and go, hello? Okay, I'll call you back. I'm on the other line, which, you know... That's a, you know, on today's standards, that would be kind of a rude thing to do. But back in the early 90s, it was, it was more like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm not number one priority right now. You talk to whomever you need to talk to.
3: I got in trouble one time because I was on the phone and the caller, I, the caller waiting beeped in and I ignored it. Uh-huh. And I found out later it was my granny who her car broke down and she yep. needed a ride. Yep. So I was like, you should have. You should have switched. I was like, I didn't know who it was. And I was on the phone. I was very important English assignment or something going on. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was call waiting it could be so annoying, but
1: yeah. And of course this is also before we had, a. Uh, I mean, now of course this is, a, this is a totally a scene that would be from the nineties. Previously. It's uh, this is not go on today. Uh, number one, no. because of landlines and cell phones. And of course, kids don't even talk on the <laughs> phone anymore. They're constantly texting They're, or Snapchatting or Facebook. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a different world these days. But anyway, so Katie's, uh, dad is, I guess he misses, uh, he almost misses an important, uh, business call. And, uh, Katie asked the dad if, uh, you know, who called? Was it Mike or Joel? And
3: somebody called me. Who was it? Uh, oh yeah. It was a boy. Uh, didn't get his name. A boy? A boy? Oh my golly, was it Jared or was it Ralph? Mike or Joel? I, I'm sorry, honey.
2: I, I'm not sure. Just, I,
3: I don't know. You don't know? My
2: life is ruined! Oh dear, here we go again.
1: Katie freaks out. This time Katie doesn't just turn into a monster. She turns into various phone kind of creatures. Um... it it, it was kind of scary for some reason it turned it reminded me of the vacuum cleaner actually and the brave little toaster or something like that i just the way it was animated it was it was weird it looked very very weird to me but actually not the vacuum cleaner and brave little toaster he was the good guy there was a phone yes that's what it reminded me of it reminded me a little bit of the brave little toaster there's like evil creatures in this one shop and there's like a phone one and there's there's all these different talking evil appliances. And Katie really looked like one of them anyway. Um, but that's pretty much it. You know, they, she blows up the house and then finds out that it was, you know, who it was. And then it's just about a homework assignment. And that's it. And that's Katie Kaboom. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys want to talk about this or just what, any any remembrances about what that was like with the phone back then in the 90s. But what did you think about the... What do you think about the cartoon? Nathan
2: Um I I kind of see why Katie's upset. I mean, she got off the phone for her dad and her dad can't even take a proper message to say like, <laughs> "Oh, you can let me know who's, you know, it takes 2 seconds." But whatever. <laughs> and like she got off the phone immediately. Like that in itself was I thought r- really nice of Katie. So <laughs>
1: All right. And uh and Kelly, anything anything to say about this uh Katie Kaboom one?
3: Um No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I mean I like, I already I already shared some yeah. uh some uh remembrances of, of the days of call waiting and I uh I think about the time this episode came out we already had a second phone line because of the, the internet. So Yep. Things were sort of moving in a, a better direction, um, <laughs> but uh, I I did notice at least on on Katie's face at one point I I thought the animation on this one and I don't usually notice it but I thought the animation wasn't as good as it usually is.
1: Yeah, it it did seem oh, a yeah. little it did seem a little weirder. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, yeah, but you know. Whatever, <laughs> it's 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 pretty standard for Katie Kaboom stuff. But yeah, all I really remembered in this one was, yeah, I remember what it was like to be like that in the nineteen nineties with all that with that one phone line that everyone had to share. And well, I was never a big phone talker, so it wasn't a big deal for me. But and nobody had nobody wanted to talk to me anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, now, Katie, we're your parents, kitten, and we love you. Now, please don't be irrational.
0: I am not.
1: Let's go ahead and wrap things up and let's get to our water tower rating. So what do you guys think? Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give tonight's episode? Nathan, let's start with you.
2: I'll give it a two.
1: A two? Why is that?
2: Yeah, Um. there is uh, nothing really great about any of the segments <laughs> yeah. nothing we haven't seen in any of the three i feel like
1: okay and you know? kelly what about you
3: i uh, same same score do it too um I, I there wasn't really anything stand out and not my favorite segments anyways right. <laughs> so i i really could have used some warner brothers and dot in this or or something to have just made it a little bit better
1: yeah I'll, I'll go ahead and give it a I was gonna give it a two and a half but yeah I, I, I gotta i gotta agree with you guys it's two i've gotta go down to a two on this one uh <laughs> yeah because it, it, it wasn't necessarily and it wasn't bad you know i haven't i was i wouldn't say like no. i hate I didn't i'm not like i'm like oh i hated this episode no, no it's just like eh, it wasn't i mean i probably wouldn't watch it again I just, it was okay. It was, it was just there. Good. I guess I was going to say like, if I'd watch any segment again, maybe it might be the good feathers. Cause they're, you know, they're the good feathers and
2: they're there. Yeah. But, uh, I, wish, I, I just wish that one ended differently. Like yeah, a better... it, just,
1: it just seemed to end abruptly. And then I was just like, what happened? And I was just like, what, What? where's the egg? Where's what's the other thing? So it just seemed like, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't the, it wasn't the best collection of, uh, cartoons.
2: Yeah, no theme to them, too. Yeah.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get over to our poll results from last week.
0: Hello there. This is Frank, and I'm here to give you the latest animated cast uh, Twitter poll. Uh, watching the Dodgers play, and uh, hey, we're winning, so that's all good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, listeners were asked, uh, which of these Slappy Squirrel cartoons is your favorite? Hashtag Animaniacs. Hashtag poll. Uh, down at the bottom there was uh, Frontier Slappy. That one only got 7%. Uh, then it was Smell You Later. That one got 9%. Uh, Scare Happy Slappy... Got 20%, but it was no contest, ladies and gentlemen. It was a blowout. Uh, 64% said Woodstock slappy. So, uh, there you go. Those are the results for the poll. Uh, uh back to the studio and back to me, uh, eating this hot dog over here. Yeah, give me that. Mmm, oh, delicious.
1: And, uh, okay. So those were our poll results from last week. What do you guys think? What was your favorite? Skippy, S- uh, Slappy and Skippy or Skippy and Slappy, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Which of those cartoons was your favorite? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you.
2: I got to go with the crown on this one. Woodstock Slappy, man.
1: <laughs> Me too. Woodstock Slappy all the way. And Kelly, you already gave your vote last week, but let's say it one more time. What is it? Woodstock Slappy. <laughs> That's right. Because, guys, it's such a good episode.
3: You know, it's It's, it's so good
1: yeah you know what 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 else to say about woodstock sloppy go go listen to our archives there's a few episodes ago <laughs> com. check it out and uh you can hear us just
2: episode 59
1: there we go you can hear us talk all about woodstock sloppy and how great it is what,
2: what? what?
0: hey what oh i was trying to enjoy the game here folks okay look i got one more thing to do here for you all right um uh, I got a new poll for you Alright So uh, Listeners We want to know what your favorite Katie Kaboom uh, Short is Alright here, here are your choices Yeah, you, you can vote for Katie Kaboom uh, Driving Lessons Or call Waiting Alright uh, You can go over to uh, Twitter.com Slash or you can go to, to hashtag cast poll. Oh, yeah, you can go to hashtag cast poll Do that little search thing. And you should be able to find that poll and uh, let, let everybody know what you think. Um, yeah, that's about it. And, uh, oh, oh, one more thing. Tom Ruger, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Ruger is going to be on next week's show. Let me tell you something. He's going to give you some stuff you ain't never heard before. We're talking exclusive information and exclusive audio not heard in 25 years. So it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, I see. All right, I'm,
0: I'm going to go back to the game. Have a good day, everybody. Out of here. Bye.
1: Well. Let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you?
2: i um, usually found on Twitter, folks. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's this new Django. thing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, Django FT, that's me.
1: All right. And Kelly, what about you?
3: I'm on Twitter also YodaPrincess, Y O D A P R N C S S, or email Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com.
1: All right, and you can reach us on Facebook. We are also on Twitter, and of course, you can email us uh, animatedcast at RetroZap.com com. Head on over to RetroZap.com com, folks. There are so many articles and uh, podcasts that are just going every single day over there. It's it's a it's it's the best place to be on the internet. I'm just going to go and say, you know, forget the Facebook, forget the Twitter just just have that as your homepage and just constantly refresh it and see cool stuff. That's that's a yeah, why not? <laughs> And people will be very concerned about you, but you can do it anyway. I think that's about it. So, for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
3: Good night, everybody.
0: You quacking at me?